You're listening to the We Are Libertarians podcast network. Find all of our shows at wearelibertarians.com. Yeah, like I said, no. Everything I've bought from Razor is most of the time has been a piece of junk. <laughs> they will have issues and sometimes they'll be working golden. It's beautiful, but most of the time, piece of junk. <laughs> and it will have issues. What? I suspect this is just a an issue that I haven't been able to take the time to take care of my systems. No, no. The last few days, it's been a mess. No, no. It's probably just a razor thing because it's razor. <laughs> okay. All right. No, no, don't give razor any. <laughs> don't give him any. Don't give him any quarter. Okay. It's all razor. Anyways, welcome to an exciting episode of Low Key on the Real Libertarian Network. I am your host for this evening. My name is Harry, a.k.a. The Moving Target. You're on the, technically it's the first Monday of Pride. We were off last week for the holiday. Um, I spent the day, um, you know, with family and showing my um, uh, daughter some photos of her grandpa and her great grandpa. So, you know, um, you know, uh, so that's what I would do was doing last week. Uh, so instead of doing this episode, I prefer doing that. It was more fun. Um, but here I am with you guys. Anyways, let me introduce the guests and we'll get to our topic. Uh, one, um, well, You'll see. Let me get everyone in here. It's like so. We've got Rye home as you see him. You know, newest addition to having Razor product on, connected to his computer, and he finding out how much of a slug POS that is. Well, it's not just the Razor camera. I also have a mouse and a keyboard that I just mm-hmm. got. So, because I oh, nice. decided it was time to replace my old keyboard, it was getting a little worn. Oh, nice, nice. Now nice. it's all it's all nice and pretty, and all of the colors are all rotating the same, and it's all. Nobody can see it. So. Great. <laughs> yeah, you finally hit your e-girl moment. That's great. I'm really proud of you. Uh, <laughs> I'm a ooh it. Come on, let's go. <laughs> Is that what the new camera's for? And you got the two drawings, too. Are we going to get waifu right try- home? I'll try to do some YouTuber. I was looking at doing some YouTuber stuff. Because nobody, nobody wants to see this face. I mean, seriously. Nobody's tuning into this show live, the video, because I've got the camera on. If I do the camera off, you guys probably have more people show up. Should we all turn our VTuber models on? This would be the episode to do it. Anyways, we're going to be distracted off. We also got Vincent over the corner. VTube, uh, um, you know, what, connoisseur or uh, VTuber critic. Rude. Uh, all right. VTuber enjoyer. Yeah, VTuber exactly. Enjoyer. Casual VTuber. Casual VTuber enjoyer. I've seen, I've seen people donate way too much money to stress the VTubers. Hey, 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 you leave yourself alone. Don't be Whoa, whoa, whoa. I that. don't do that, sir. <laughs> so I heard a phrase this morning. Mm-hmm. Maybe you guys can help me with, and I'm sure I'm getting it wrong. Oh, no. But it was something about oh, no. chocolate pudding. Oh, mm-hmm. no, no. <laughs> do you, what is this? <laughs> anyway, so... <laughs> We just got live. Why are you asking about chocolate pudding? I don't know what it means. What it means in the context of of uwu culture or whatever culture <laughs> we're talking about. Culture. No, no. no. Oh my God. Come on, I'm trying. To, I'm trying not to sound too boomerang right now. I'm the hip. I was. I heard it on on Drama Time on Preach's show. So I just, I'm just kind of curious what was going on. He was. Are you a winning son? Are you a winning son? I, I don't know. Do you know what Drama Time? I do know Preach. Are you said a Preach, like Preach, Preach, or like Evan Preach, Preach, Preach. Uh, the streamer Preach. Yeah, Preach. Preach for the win. Yeah, he's been playing okay. Guild Wars two the last couple months. Preach is playing different, Guild Wars. Different, different Preach here. Different oh yeah. Preach. Oh, I was going to say it must be a different Preach. Yeah. Different preach, old wow guy. I'm gonna go different preach here. Like you could beat me up in real life. I got you now. I got you now. No, the the preach I'm talking about is uh he's he's been doing like uh wow for years and years, and then he started he's he decided to go and try out some other some other MMOs, and he's loving Guild Wars too. So he's having a ball with it. God, I was gonna create a, like a hexer call like just pearly things and just destroy. Oh priests. God! Jesus <laughs> just go Christ. attack him and just troll stop, for no stop, reason. Stop! 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 Troll him. Terrible. Oh God. Mm. But no. Okay. Wrong preach. Okay. All right. That's cool. That's Never cool. Preach. 
that's cool. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, that's what's up. But he's been doing something called Drama Time every uh, week for mm-hmm. five years, I think. And where he gets people telling them stories about their misfortunes with guilds inside of MMOs and mm. they're hilarious. And he does a good job of, of reading them in a funny way and laughs the whole time. And okay. yeah, I'm really, I'm really liking it. So, okay. Right. Into that lately. That's right. fair. Well, as someone who has bought many razor products, I will tell you this, <laughs> they all suck. Their laptops, <laughs> the phones, uh, the uh, uh, the razor headbuds. Okay, so I actually have bought. <laughs> I got the razor headbuds, right? Because I wanted a set of wireless headbuds, so I got the razor ones, right? And I want you to know, they, I thought they were badass for the first week, and then they fell while I was working out. Never worked again. <laughs> this section is brought to you by Corsair. <laughs> <laughs> God, that would have been a great segue into these headbands if I had like a uh, like so. Yeah. <laughs> you, 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 mean, you mean like like this mouse here, this Corsair mouse? Well, this Corsair just brought to you by Corsair. <laughs> <laughs> I just so happened to be rocking the Corsair oh, mouse. Yeah. No, 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 no. We're brought to you by Jabra. Oh, so, oh my god. Anything, but yeah, yeah. But no, I. Rock, I got a, I got a <laughs> razor mouse razor, and a razor you know. keyboard. I got clearly the razor cracking <laughs> kitten, and I'm probably going to buy the next razor cracking cat here, yeah, like yeah, the, yeah. the the book, and do the book. I'm going to probably buy those. I want them. I've been resisting <laughs> you not buying the idea. The only thing that makes me stop buying is wanting to drop two hundred dollars on a headset. I'm kind of good. I'm good. <laughs> These still work. You know, two hundred dollars just for cat ears. Okay. <laughs> you know, maybe if I get some for five ninety nine. <laughs> hey, I still got a cable. Look, bro, I got a cable. <laughs> you know, we get we get Rhino some cat ears though. Rhino, you want some cat or bunny ears? They got bunny ears on theirs. But no, like I, 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 I honestly, I want to believe in Razor, and honestly, like I was really let down by their support of their phone. Okay, that really let me down because, like, the idea of like mobile gaming, meh, but the idea of just, you know, just wanting, like, I liked the things they were doing with their phone. You know, it was a different op- Android OS, different customization. It got RGB, RGB, okay, on your phone. But well, here's here's the thing, Harry. It's yeah. it's a different world now. Now, if you want something to be true, you just believe it to be true, and it's true, right? <laughs> you just, you know. Trump Trump didn't do anything wrong, you know. It's it's fine, you know. It's 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 okay. whatever you want it to be. So if All you right. want Razor to be great, Razor's great. What are, See, you, for, what are you saying? For a minute, I thought you were just on TikTok and the, into those number people. It's like if you want it to be true, you just got to say it and believe it, and then use uh, these you have, numbers: you have to seven, eight, four, three, two. Materialize it. Yeah, these are the secret codes to say into the simulation <laughs> to make that. You don't truth. have to do that anymore. You just you just put it out there, and it becomes the truth. Uh, no, that's why no. SD. It's the world we live in today. It is materialize it. It is. It is. You know, that's fine. Well, like Ryan, like even even if that was true, <laughs> people memory hole so many things. It doesn't even matter anymore. I'm, I'm, people, well, especially, especially to like, okay, <laughs> I've followed politics for a while. Okay. Really? <laughs> you may, you may have heard this before, but from 2016 on, it has been just nonstop so much crap that you forget what happened four months ago because there's always something else coming the next day. Mm-hmm. There's a new thing. There's a new thing. There's a new thing. There's a new thing. It's been insane. Yes. I, people are tired of it. <laughs> Let me tell you right now, people are exhausted, but there's so much stuff that, you know, people like there's a guy uh, who we were just talking about. Who's currently saying that, Oh, Trump's not done anything that no other politicians ever done. And I'm like, you know, <laughs> I, I, but, Let's go back and examine all the things you've apparently forgotten over the past five years. All right, all right. You, first, be like to to help that guy out. Is he talking recent president? Oh my American God. presidents? No. The the, yeah. the 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 here. Let me read what he wrote. Mm-hmm. Trump is no different from any other politician before him. He's done the same shit every politician has ever done. Okay. All right. 
So I think we need to. Uh, uh, no, 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 and no. I responded he's, with that. He's maybe wrong. the dumbest thing I've heard all day. <laughs> okay, he's only right if you conclude um, Andrew Jackson, <laughs> um, Abraham Lincoln. Um, Putin, FDR, FDR. <laughs> um, it's really bad ones, honestly. You gotta go like, <laughs> you gotta really scrape it to get that. I mean, I know, I know. It's okay. It's okay. One of these days, someone will find. I know out. we're. Do- I know we're gonna talk about something else today. But just- <laughs> oh yes, we are. Oh, yes, indictments we are. may be coming this week. I'm just saying, there may be an indictment this week. Yeah, yeah. Ah, it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> They're both the. Grand jury's uh, having a, a thing that this week to determine whether they're going to indict. It's going to be fun. Uh, it's okay. It's okay. It's it all fun. Could, it, it could be espionage charges. <laughs> Might happen. We'll Might see. Happen. Might happen. See, right now, there's only one person. So, who's ever anyways, I was talking before espionage. years ago. Vincent and I were talking. So, for Pride Month, and uh, we're celebrating Pride Month. <laughs> Vincent had this great idea for a topic. Vincent, I got how about you? Intru- how about you introduce the topic? Yeah, thank you. Where's all our rainbow stuff at? Come on, let's get it. Let's go. So, so on Friday, me and Harry and producer Paul were hanging out, and I was like, "Oh, well, it's Pride Month. It'd be funny if we did like an like." We could totally do like an episode about you know LGBT representation in like anime and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I said it as like an offhand like jokey comment, thinking that oh he would probably forget about it. And then when I asked what the topic for the day was, he's like, "We're talking about that, right?" Yeah, t- the thing, yeah. Yeah, I was like, "Oh, sure, fine, whatever. Let's do it. We'll do it live." <laughs> <laughs> Which so- is great. Because, like, yeah, because if you're an 80s, 90s, like, anime person, like myself, yeah. you know, uh, you know, we, you know, only got, like, sprinkles, you know, like, <laughs> or, sure, right? sure, right? sure. So, right? um, because as far as I know, before, you mean cousins, right? Yeah. You mean cousins, right? We only got sprinkles before, because before 2000 and, like, a 10, we just had cousins, best friends, roommates, um, yeah, all, you know. <laughs> wasn't even wasn't nowhere near any of that. So, <laughs> the, like the most infamous ones that people know about is because when Sailor Moon was translated, there there Sailor Uranus and Sailor Neptune were a lesbian couple. But when they English they, they brought it to English, they localized it. They didn't want to say that they were two women dating, so they called them cousins. Mm-hmm. And very even close. though even though they were doing very romantic partner things, they called them cousins because they thought that the Western audience would accept cousins <laughs> way more than than they would. Yeah, yeah, right, Reinhold. But that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> no, it doesn't. It doesn't at all. <laughs> I mean, I was just I was just watching somebody react to Life of Brian today. Mm-hmm. In Life of Brian, there's a whole scene about somebody who wanting to be a woman. Mm-hmm. Loretta, call me Loretta. You know, mm-hmm. that's the whole trans thing in the seventies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, come on. Yeah, yeah. But the 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 English translators were going well. We don't want to take the. We don't want the the kids who are watching this to know about this. So mm-hmm. we're going to make them cousins. <laughs> Even though it makes no sense at all, and almost all their dialogue about them loving each other and being really close, they're just like they're just really close cousins. Really close, really close. We call that kissing cousins. <laughs> <laughs> but Sailor Moon was a very great example of one of the very early shows that were not afraid to show that kind of representation. Mm-hmm. That. Not only was Uranus came off as very androgynous, mm-hmm. yes. her her attire she wore suits and was very much showed was gave off more of like a Playboy aesthetic when mm-hmm. they were when she wasn't transformed. But they were they were lesbians, and they also there was one scene in particular where the main character gets uh, the main character Serena or Usagi, depending on which one you want to watch it. Uh, she America. gets. Con- 
she gets confessed to by one of her classmates, and she goes, "I completely understand it. There's no issues with it. I'm just, I just like somebody else. So, you do you, but I just, I have somebody else I'm attracted to." And they just took, they just took it straight, straight as face value, without any worries, mm-hmm. without any going crazy about it, that demonizing or anything. They just like this happened. Put. Can you uh, explain that to him? Because he's looking at you like, what? Confess to? Oh, well, uh, in Japanese <laughs> culture, when they go, the for you to ask somebody out, it's usually a gesture of you confess your feelings and they reply. But it's usually much more of a gesture of uh, like a process. So you most of the time, they'll give them a letter to meet up and they will, then they will express their feelings and the other person has an option to reject it or accept it. Yeah. So it's like Dwight Schrute when in his culture where you put the raven beaks at the foot of the woman you want to date, she has to crush them. That's yeah, a sign I mean, of acceptance, right? Okay. Yeah, yeah. That was, a little office humor, I'm sorry. Yeah, it's much more structured and it's very much a it puts both people on an even footing when it comes to like a romantic because it's because both sides can confess, there's not a lot of pressure for men mm-hmm. have to confess to women and women have to confess to men. But it's also very much in Japanese culture, there's there's a lot of balance to it. So, like for Valentine's Day, Valentine's Day is about the girls. But a month later is White Day, in which the girls give the boys who gave them Valentine's things in return. Yeah, Lady Hawkins. Yeah, yeah basically. Like <laughs> Yeah, a lot of those but, traditions or stuff like that, like in America, that would a lot of people like do like about. That's what some people like, get drawn to Japanese culture is some of those rules or unspoken rules that they go through. Right, they like wish American society would have something like that. So just be so free, you can do what you want. But you know, some people want some of that little cultural rigidity. Yeah, there, there's so like that. That's just part of one of the the things that happens. So like when people confess, it's much more of a hey, I want to. I'm telling you, I want to meet up so I can, can tell you my feelings. Mm-hmm. Tell your feelings, and then you get a response in return. Yeah. So it's very, honestly, it's very formal, and it feels like a way better way of getting your feelings across to people. <laughs> <laughs> you know, versus you know, like what, like what? Are, I, I bought her three drinks, bro. Why is she going <laughs> out, man? <laughs> bought her three drinks. <laughs> hey, hey. Yeah. What are you doing? <laughs> Find it. <laughs> B word. <laughs> Blocks. Yeah. Or, or yeah. do what uh, Rocky did in Ro- first Rocky movie with mm-hmm. Adrian. Which is very uncomfortable. You, you watch people mm-hmm. watching that now, and they're just like very uncomfortable in that scene. <laughs> <It's> like, uh, <laughs> right on, stop but, that. <laughs> back on top. Back on topic. This is media the, too. This is yeah, yeah. God, uh, the, no, 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 cringe, rapey eighties, seventies, buddy, seventies. Oh no, Doctor <laughs> No means no, right home. Um, there's this is more, right now. I'm more talking about like some of the earlier things because once you get closer to modern day, there's been a lot of expanse and and more acceptance of it because Japan is becoming. Like anime is becoming more accepted in the West, so they they feel more comfortable releasing this kind of stuff. So I'm kind of going back in the in time right now to like some of the older things, some of the earlier representations of stuff. So even the the anime that I briefly talked about in my three by three, Ranma one half. Uh, the premise is a man, the male gets a curse that he turns into a woman when he gets hit by hot water and turns back to a man if he gets hit by cold water. And he lives his life dealing with both sides of that. And he, throughout the entire series, he's he has a fiance that sticks with him through the entire ordeal. But he accepts being both the man and a woman. He is very gender fluid and accepts that he's still just himself no matter which body he's in at the time. And a lot of characters are still still attracted to him on both sides. So it's what it's one of those really early representations of that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, another early earlier representation of like of a trans person as not is not only is it Oran High School Host Club. When I talked about Oran High School Host Club, there is the main character Haruhi, mm-hmm. who is 
also androgynous herself. Her her whole aesthetic is meant to be. She looks very androgynous, both both like a male or a female. She doesn't really care about gender. Uh, her at the beginning of the series, you find out her her mother is dead, and she's living with her other parent, who is a trans woman. Yes, and she's just fully embraces being a trans woman and nobody has any issues with it. She's just a trans woman. Mm-hmm. And at first people are like, what? And then they're like, oh, cool. This is how it is. And they just let, mm-hmm. and this is part of the character. It's one of those early representations of like, this is mm-hmm. a thing that it, that exists. Mm-hmm. And even ho- the host club and premise in general is two dudes flirt with each other to make girls swoon. <laughs> Mm-hmm. This is what it is. The twins. <laughs> yeah, this is what it is. They flirt with each other to make the the bored high school girls swoon over them being flirting. So, like, I you know, kind of you know, so that had to get localized in. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> oh, that that one they didn't care because they were like whatever <laughs> they just they, they, like yeah whatever it's fine crap we'll, we'll take that we'll, we'll take gonna, that we're just gonna allow that what. Yeah. That you allow, <laughs> but the the cousins they're now cousins now. Cousins uh, another and roommates. Another, another early representation is a uh, an anime called Kashimashi Girl Meets Girl, and the whole premise is the main character gets hit by a spaceship, and when the person oh. who yeah the person <laughs> who hits when the aliens who hit him. Realize what they did. They tried to rebuild him, and the only way, the only DNA they had was enough to make him into a female. Mm-hmm. And it's him coming to terms with him being in a female body because he can't go back because his original body is destroyed. Mm-hmm. And it's very interesting because the catalyst for him to be in the location that he was was that he confessed to a girl that he liked, and she turned him down because he was a boy. And when he comes back as a girl, she's all over him because she liked him anyway, but he wasn't what she wanted at the time. Slowly trying to remember this evidence because I'm trying to Uh can I remember this premise? You've watched it. You've watched it. It's on your list. It's on your it's on the the spreadsheet. Maybe I didn't watch this. But it's a very interesting series watching as the characters come to terms with him. The Mm -hmm. person they've known for so long, because like his his best his childhood friend his neighbor is has been with him since he's since they were their kids Mm -hmm. and so used to him being a boy that is so freaked out and can't seem to wrap her head around him being a girl now and it caused her so much trouble trying to put two and two together going through the that at least for the first parts of the series until she starts to understand that it's still him Mm -hmm. no matter what body he's in which is one of those things that it's it feels as one of the, it's it's something that doesn't get talked about nearly as much and that you that people still do, deal with the gender dysphoria and certain mm-hmm. aspects of it when they're in these different bodies you know cowboy bebop had uh, I can't remember what his name is the one with gender dysphoria uh, because uh, he because of the war yeah, There's a character that got experimented on during the war that gave him uh, breasts and get and he has massive gender dysphoria because he doesn't it it feels like it doesn't belong to him and he doesn't want those on him right. and it was basically put against him put on him against his will and he doesn't enjoy having it but he's accepted as part of his life. Quick, yeah, Google search. Google search. Grand. 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 Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Because, like, even in the anime, like, you don't notice it until like, they get exposed. You yeah. Know, going through it is just some guy, and then it's like you're you're shocked as a viewer, and um, Faye is shocked at the exact same time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When it happens, it's he's dealing with that aspect of it. Mm-hmm. Yep. The. So that's just some of the earlier things. Some of the things that did get 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 brought over, but it's but they were more rare, and some of them got changed so it fits the the what they thought was the delicate American culture. Yeah. 
And then there's Ed. Also. Yeah, of course. Ed, who's basically gender neutral, borderline. <laughs> there's really no way of... Is he... Because Ed? Ed's Ed. Yeah, really. <laughs> yeah, and it's one of those things. He's like, well, Ed's Ed, you know. Anyways, so very early on, there's they they were willing to tackle a lot of these themes because there's one of the other things about anime is that there's a there's a lot more leeway to deal with mature themes than a lot of other cartoons and stuff Mm -hmm. that people think about because anime is treated so strongly as a storytelling medium. And as time has gone on and the West and Western culture is becoming more prevalent and more accepting of and more vocal about like the LGBT community and the, and their likes of it. And then them also embracing anime. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a lot more of that anime started to come out mm-hmm. in the West and becoming popular. One of the mm-hmm. first really popular ones that a lot of people know about is Yuri on ice. Yuri on Ice is an ice skating anime that's that's a BL. It's a boys' love story. Yeah. But you, but you say Yuri on Ice. Yeah, yeah. I know. I know. That's the point. That's why it's hilarious. Yeah. The, one, of the characters, one of the characters' name is Yuri. He 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 is named Yuri. Uh, all right. It's getting off the reading list. <laughs> but for for this, point this, sake, this all sounds. Reinhold. Yeah, this all sounds yeah. woke to me. Right? Wow. <laughs> for, for points, it's right trash, right. man. <laughs> Japan's woke. Is that it? What, what it? Harry was yeah. confused about is in Japan, there they have when they use LGBT cultures, they label things based on they have the labels level. for the for each category. So Yuri is like girls love and Yaoi mm-hmm. is guys love. And since it's a guys love story and the title's Yuri on Ice, it that's why Harry was confused. Confused. Yeah, <laughs> really confused. And even looking at it going like, oh, I'd have been upset <laughs> if I downloaded this. But I would have finished. <laughs> yeah, but it was but like the the animators who did it were really invested and in, in drew and this animated these ice skating. Oh yeah, it's amazingly well d- animated ice skating scenes. Mm. There's there's that, and there's free, which was a swimming BL story. They got really popular. Mm. Um, the only thing I think of when you're talking now is because you say you said boy love is that there's mm-hmm. a okay. Scrubs had a song yeah, that guys they used, used to sing called Guys Love. Mm-hmm. Yep, <laughs> it just keeps going through my head. <laughs> it's God love. It's oh, it is. If you listen to their, if you listen to that rewatch podcast, they sing it a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Fake doctors, real friends. Yep. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Yeah. One of my favorites. I know. I was really, I was really cheated during that T-Mobile commercial <laughs> that uh, they need to continue on with. with <laughs> it's just like you know what? Come on, make a new Grease movie with them. Just keep going. Continuation. <laughs> <laughs> ah, well, that's so. one thing I think. I think is funny is watching how kind of society kind of goes up and down on this whole mm-hmm. thing because right now the whole acceptance of LGBT things is is having a fight. It's starting to go maybe down on less acceptance. And, I mean, it's hilarious to watch people sit there and talk about Star Trek and how Star Trek is now woke and how, how did it get this way? And it's like, <laughs> you guys don't realize the original Star Trek was literally designed to be his idea of liberal society and what liberal society should be. Exactly. Yeah, like he was pushing Kirk fucks aliens. <laughs> yeah, it was it was, yeah. it was the most woke purposely thing that you could have at the time. And these people, you know, grew up and loved it. Mm-hmm. And now they're all complaining because it's being ruined. I'm like, this is exactly what Star Trek is, is what it was supposed to be. New Star Trek sucks, not because it's that it's gotten political. It sucks because the writing's crap. All right, let's be honest. Strange New Worlds is good. <laughs> I keep people keep saying it. it. <laughs> I haven't seen it. It's good though. That is season three. Everyone keeps like yeah, saying like season three of Picard. I'm just like I can't. I've been hearing that. I've been hearing season three of Picard is really, really well done, and yeah, I'm, I'm like, oh, home- he, I was so disappointed with season one, and I'm like, well, I want to watch season two because I love Q, 
I haven't got to it yet, but now everybody's saying three is really great. So I'm like, oh, okay, I'm going to have to sit through all this. Man, they really ruined the end of season yeah. one. I'm too scared to leave up the lower decks to go look at anything else. <laughs> That's the only thing I've had is lower decks. Well, Strange New Worlds season two is coming out soon. You want to check it out. It's Apparently, really there's a I, lower decks crossover with uh, one of the shows that I've got to like watch. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, it's going to be a crossover. It's going to be funny. But <laughs> so. At, more and more that these series are coming out, uh, even going up to modern times where you see series that have been going on for a long time embrace, mm-hmm. you know, the LGBT community because the current Gundam season, which has made Gundam its most profitable it's been in 30 years and the third most profitable thing for Bandai Namco. Mm-hmm is based around the witch of mercury which is yuri or girls love because the main couple are two girls mm-hmm. <laughs> and the series <laughs> as old as gundam that's been around for what 30 years <laughs> if not more 40, 40. if not more yeah, forget, yeah, we're, yeah we're 40 yeah. now it's 40 it, so it's is, having, this the, is this the one gundam that harry doesn't like because it's popular no, no I just haven't watched it. Watch it no, no, I'm really interested. In it. I like yeah. some of the themes on it. It, it looks really neat, but mm-hmm. like it's uh, um, it's I, it's actually my, very... my way to watch it legally here in the United States. I don't want to do it. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually really it's it's funny watching that series because I've I've watching the Gundam like the the best summation of Witch of Mercury is uh, Yuri fans learning about war crimes and Gundam fans learning about Yuri angst. <laughs> and like the girls love angst, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> which is hilarious because this because they're in like the second half of like the first season basically, and it it has definitely gone way more war crimes now. <laughs> the war crime writers have yeah. the have the pen. yeah the the, the Gundam the war things, crimes the, the the military actions against each other things are happening again, <laughs> or the giant robots fight each other and kill people. All right, all right, all right. Rhinos were like, what do you mean by war crimes? War crimes are like poison gas, <laughs> um, hitting someone with a hitting a human with a round designed for a tank, uh, <laughs> running over a human being with a tank, <laughs> uh, shooting a spaceship that is with bullets which are banned because every because laser weapons are more efficient and bullets since you're not prepared for bullets it rips through holes because you're not ready for bullets. Mm-hmm. Because space. Yep. Hey, Christy. Hey, Christy. Happy birthday. <laughs> but there's, it's very interesting watching as the these stories start to get more and more coverage and are actually able to become popular and people really want to watch them. Like mm-hmm. the first part of this year, like the January span of anime, the mm-hmm. most popular anime that season was magical revolution that i was talking about at the beginning when i was like the things i was looking forward to mm-hmm. for the year that was the most popular anime of that season mm-hmm. and it's a it's a yuri story and it's all that's what it is it's literally canonically they the two main characters get married like that's how it is which, which episode 12 oh man <laughs> it's, it's 12 it's sp- episodes wow spy x family is already like affecting um you know <laughs> All anime and manga going forward, like you got to get them married in the first few episodes. So this, <laughs> that is three hundred episodes. Episode twelve of twelve. <laughs> episode episode twelve of twelve. Three hundred episode art crap. Okay, they're gonna get this done. <laughs> but it's but it was a very. But it wasn't just because of what it was. Because it was Yuri, and also because of it was a fantasy story that used a lot of like magitech. And the main character can't use ma- the magic of the world, so she's using the technology that she knew from the past life, which she doesn't really remember, to you know advance culture forward. Hmm. And the actual fantasy and magitech aspects of it were also massively carried it forward because and very well done animation for action scenes and them fighting a giant fucking dragon, which always helps. Yeah, generally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dragons, dragons up everything. Yeah. <laughs> but it's like so far this year, and even going on to the next year, they've announced so many of 
so many LGBT narratives that are, that were never really seen in like like this. So before last year, there had only been like ten Yuri anime for the past ten years that came out, and there's been ten in the last two. I found the onsen pictures for Yuri's on ice. <laughs> and it seeing that that, that's the level of acceptance it is and that even more just grounded down to earth things like one of the animes this season called skip and loafer which is like a slice of life Mm -hmm. just like a romantic comedy story one of the main characters she lives with her aunt who is a trans woman Hmm. and they go yes she's trans and they just leave it alone they let her just live her life. They don't put massive focus on it. They don't force her down. It's like, oh, we're going to focus on her and her struggles. It's like, she's just a person who happens to be trans. Hmm. And it's very nice to see when when they don't like force focus on that's who this character is. Just that one aspect of a character. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And it's watching series being able to come out to acclaim and people really enjoying it without them hard focusing on the fact that that's what it is hmm. helps a lot in my opinion hmm. uh, it's it's also very interesting to see how culturally it affects Japan hmm. because Japan as a culture is very conservative they they are not fans of the LGBT a lot yeah, they make a lot of yaoi for that, though. I know it's crazy, but they're very conservative. They and they, the closest thing they have to same-sex marriage are is same-sex partnerships, which aren't legally binding at all. Mm-hmm. But if you have it, you can you know have hospital visits and that kind of stuff and insurance stuff. But mm-hmm. if like you can't get inheritance, Oof. you can't you know, go to their funeral. Mm-hmm. You can't head the funeral of the, of the person that you're partnered with because they're not legally bound together. Mm. And that it's crazy to me to think that they, that there's so much of this that's finally coming out and being shown while there's so much of that same culture, much like ours, because mm-hmm. Western culture, it's as you could, as Reinhold said, it's been going up and down and they're fighting a lot right now. But if you're not looking for it, if you're not paying attention, you would just see that everybody accepts it. Right. Because this is what, if, if you're around people that accept it, you just accept it. Yeah. And it's kind of a lot of the things that happen in, in Japan. There's, there's not, not all of Japan recognizes even same-sex marriage, period. If you're mm-hmm. married somewhere else and you come in, they don't even recognize it. Yeah. In certain parts of it. Yeah. And yeah. it's that aspect of it creates a narrative, a, a part of the narrative that is distinctly a issue for LGBT communities mm-hmm. where you have to, they have to come to terms of being accepted by the people that they care most about. Mm-hmm. The, I, the perfect example I have of this is there was a manga I read that I have up here. It's called, um, making progress towards the deadline. Uh, and the main character is in school and there's, there's this news that, that you can marry partners and everybody's okay with, with it. And she's having t- a talks with her friends in class and they were like, Hey, yeah, if I knew somebody gay, I would, I would appreciate them. I would respect them. It's, I, I would totally respect them doing that. So she comes out to her friends and the next day she comes to school and she's like a pariah. And they all treat her like she's nothing. It's like, I just think mm. it's gross and I don't want you anywhere near me because, you know, mm. that's like, like, what if you want to touch me or whatever? Ugh. And one, one of the characters is like, come on, guys. She's looking pitiful. Leave her alone. And she beats that kid's ass. And he's like, how dare you look down on me? And when she gets home, she doesn't get in trouble for beating that kid up. Her parents are mad at her for saying that she's gay. Mm. And then it's like, oh, it's just a phase. Why would you say that? You're disrespecting our family. Why would you even do that? Mm-hmm. 
and then she leaves to go live with her sister in Tokyo, which is, mm-hmm. you know, much more accepting and of the LGBT community there. But it's one of those things where it, that's a massive immediate gut punch of mm-hmm. watching this person think that they're, they have a group of people that accept them for who they are. And when they come out and say, hey, this is who I am, right. they immediately reject her exactly. yeah. and treat her like she's nothing. And that's that's why, like, so many people like uh, are afraid to come out um, mm-hmm. out of the closet because of those things like that. Because those are those are, you know, or in some cases, legitimate fears. Yeah, you know, um, it's always it's always been interesting to me where people say, "Oh, they they're just pretending to be because it's the new cool thing." I'm like, it's still not the new cool thing. It's still a terrible thing you have to you know to deal with, and it's like. Correct. Life is hard enough, you know. You get this thing to deal with too. On top of it, you know, just most people are like, "Life's pretty hard." I said, "Yeah, but you don't have this on top of it, and this on top of it, and this on top of it as well." So, mm-hmm. you know, that's the whole, the whole idea behind privilege that everybody gets wrong. It, it's frustrating, but yeah, 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 yeah. You can have, yeah. You, some people are there instances of situational privileges that you may or may not have. Yeah, but those are mm-hmm. small situations, situations. Right. Not a yeah, overarching. Just, so what, yeah, the way I look at it, the way I, I explain it is, it's like everybody's got enough shit to deal with in their lives. Life's hard as it is. Mm-hmm. Correct. Everybody has to eat a shit sandwich every day. Let's try to make the shit sandwich not quite as, as shitty for some people. You know what I mean? Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, why? Let's, why? Let's, let's, why, why, why not fix the, fix the things we can fix? You know, <laughs> and and make it so that everybody still has to eat the crap sandwich, but it doesn't have to be. A double, you know, or a triple, yeah, yeah, you know, mm-hmm. with fries and everything else. Yeah, yep. <laughs> yeah. Yep. It's it's one of those scary situations of it's it's always an added element to those narratives of the, especially if it's like romance or anything along those lines. Of this character now has to think of the cultural impact of them being attracted to somebody and mm-hmm. what they would. And why they would be afraid to even say their feelings or even interact with how this this person in the way they want to. <laughs> and it creates a completely different level of stress or conflict in a narrative. <laughs> and because it's a still very niche writing, a lot of the LGBT stuff are, is very niche when mm. they're writing into it. It's when people write it, they have much more of a passion. So when they want to tell a story, they're going to try a lot harder to get their story told because there's a lot, lot there's a lot fewer rev- avenues for them to get their, get their stuff published. Hmm. There is really only one big Japanese publication for like Yuri and Yaoi. Mm-hmm. And they're, and they just, each of them only have like really one big one that releases monthly. And even then, they have they have to cycle through who they already have signed to release stuff on, in their books at that month. Yeah. So when people release stories that they're really passionate about, it's you can tell because they're not just doing it to like make a cash grab or fan service or purposely go out of their way to try to get eyes on it fast. And that's one of the things that I I have a massive issue with a bunch of the stuff that's happening in anime because a lot of it is like. Let's pump out the next isekai. Let's make the most and uh, the next most absurd thing. Oh, what haven't we sent somebody in another world with? We've already done cell phones and magic swords and blah blah blah. And it's like, have you seen the new one? Tentacles? Can we put in this thing? Which I, one? Uh, uh, I'm sent to another world to do horse raiding, but I've got a Mustang. <laughs> I'm just, just they, that, that don't, one. Don't uh, want to give that one out. <laughs> that there was. Literally, I saw one earlier that was a killer shark in another world. Yeah, he's got a shark into a fantasy world for whatever reason. Oh, oh my God, it's real. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I saw it with my own eyes, sir. They made one where the guy gets reincarnated as a vending machine. He's a vending machine. Yeah, yeah I've seen the vending machine. Well, that was <laughs> like, I didn't want to believe that one was real either. All right, just, 
just but a lot of those so a lot of those times it feels very repetitive and boring that they just keep running these same ideas over and over and over prodigy child magic powers everybody loves them the world's all about them that's why everybody wants to be them and if they mm-hmm. don't want to be them they want to be with them and when things get, feel like generic like that it's refreshing when somebody puts out a story that is very personal to themselves so yeah are you feeling that a lot of these stories are going out and it's, it's helping change the like uh, feelings or like a political opinions in Japan or do you feel that it is um, keeping everything stagnant you know, because like I, I look at Asian like politics, but this is just an area I just don't listen right. to because like, yeah, it's definitely helping because they they literally like a couple days ago they overturned like a, a ruling that was same sex was uh, that that banning same sex marriage was unconstitutional in Japanese mm-hmm. constitution. They just overturned it with, like that that's still on the table for them to actually make it a legal thing. Instead of it being banned and not not allowed, yeah. Because uh, a, a YouTuber Aiden Paladin, um, she mm-hmm. produced a uh, she did like a two hour digital video essay mm-hmm. talking about a lot of the things that, like the things that did help um, LGBT rights movement is um, one like just good representation in media. So like people just saw like that one good one and like bring it up and you know like going after like yes the trope of having who is LGBT just being the villain all the time did also put a bad taste in the opinions right. of people. So like having them be like the hero or just just up character like helped a lot with opinion. So you know and it was just a study that they did in the nineties. They wish they could. They're it is dated. Like you read the study, it seems <laughs> like, it's like they're trying to do a good thing, but it reads offensive as heck. <laughs> that. It's one of those things that they, that it's helping, but you can still see the tendrils of of the culture still being there. Yeah. So, like for Witch of Mercury, there's mm-hmm. a lot of tendrils that want that. Even though the entire narrative literally calls these two characters bride and groom, these two female characters, bride and groom, mm-hmm. and the entire narrative is about them being romantically interested in one another. There's a large swath of that community that's like, well. What about this other guy though? And he could be in there and have them both. Yeah, it's just part of. This is one of the things that like that culture does when Insert the anime. Self. Yeah, <laughs> when the anime uh, executioner in a way of life came out, mm-hmm. the first episode. This is set in the isekai world, and the main character is a person that lives in that world. Like an isekai generic male character shows up. She shows him around this world, and when he f- discovers what his super magic power is going to be, he's like, yes, I got this power. I'm going to take over everything. And she stabs him in the head and immediately kills him. <laughs> so they, they build this, this generic isekai male self-insert character and immediately show that he's going to be evil, and then she kills him. Mm-hmm. And fan and some of the people who watched it were very, very upset that they killed the male self insert character because <laughs> they mostly gravitated on exactly immediately, immediately. And that's and that character has no attachment to the plot moving forward. That male character who dies at the beginning has no effect in the narrative moving forward. Just shut is they show that that people can be brought into the world, and this character kills those people get brought that get brought into this world. So he wasn't really like fridged. He was more like, you know, like he, he was a he was the setup to understand what the character's motivation <laughs> is. <laughs> Not even Which the is honor hilarious. of being It's hilarious that because that's what happens, and so many people were massively upset. They, there was a bunch of outcry online it's like how dare they kill this guy i was attached to him i want to be here i'm not gonna watch this series ever again blah 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 what do you mean it's about two girls that's stupid it's like bruh 
you're not watching it for what the actual premise of these people who get brought into this world are fucking up this world. They have created a dis- they have made this world a disaster. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> they have the four human mistakes <laughs> as a as a massive part of the narrative that one of the people had the ability that had that had a sword that turned anything it touched into salt. It turned an entire continent into salt. And it's <laughs> dissolving in the ocean. <laughs> Slowly but surely. Exactly. Uh, and the water eventually on the planet is going to be yeah, jumped. So, so all, all the people that were on that on that continent mm-hmm. turned to salt. 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 You're a tree. Every, everything You're a tree. is salt. You're salt. But people who are like, whoops, they killed the dude. Fuck that. You're missing the actual interesting part of the narrative. <laughs> mm-hmm. That is that is this is what happens when a bunch of people that these isekai characters keep invading this fantasy world and affecting it in a negative manner. So so what I hear is so it's it's not just Americans that can have some awful opinions. Oh, other oh, people absolutely. in other country have awful opinions. Oh, it's the worst. opinions. Yeah, some God country out there that just has <laughs> all the best best opinions. No. It's but it's also very interesting to see the, the difference in representation based on which part of the East creates the creates the 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 manga. Because mm-hmm. when you look at the difference between Korean Chinese and Japanese, it's like a scale. Where the Chinese, they if the, the characters are the same gender, if they kiss, they put like a white spot over their lips. So you can't see them actually kissing. Yeah, Even though the that. entire narrative is based around it, they, they purposely go out of the way to make sure that they, you don't see it. Yeah, that can't happen. In Japan, is much more like is a, a very solid middle ground where it will show it, but it also won't show it. There's a there's a lot of ideology about stereotypes that are attached to things like Yuri, which is that since it's two girls, it's supposed to be wholesome and light and fluffy yeah. and sweet. And when you watch, when you have something like that isn't that, <laughs> people are like, "Oh, what the heck? This is this what it's supposed to be, though." But it's not. <laughs> when you watch Witch of Mercury and people are getting killed by getting squashed by giant robot hands. <laughs> Some would call that a war crime. <laughs> it's also a war yeah. crime. You're not allowed to attack humans on with a mechanized thing. Yeah. Those are war crimes. And then and then you then you look at Korea, which will show just about everything except for penetration. <laughs> like it's okay. insane. Like that their level of censorship is like one. <laughs> if it's a scale of one to ten, it's like one, maybe a half. <laughs> they, they will. They are basically show everything but the penetration. I'm shocked. Shocked. Not, not that shocked. shocked. <laughs> not that shocked. <laughs> Actually, not that shocked. And it's crazy to see that, like how the representation of the those the east, how east the eastern cultures are massively different, and a way to seeing it just through like a visual means of looking at anime or manga mm-hmm. seeing that how how just how different <laughs> two stories can be when you read them back to back to back yeah and how much more willing they're sh- how much more they're willing to show and allow them to just be people mm-hmm. because yeah uh, there there is smut made for everybody well, yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Come on. And come on. Korea li- just really likes to make it <laughs> for every for every way anybody swings. I, I, you know what? I that seems unrealistic. I would never go to Korea <laughs> for my smut. I see that much. <laughs> Closes fourteen tabs. <laughs> Man, there's 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 plenty of representation all over the place. Like in. But in Bloom into You, one of the characters, Maki, he is asexual. He openly states that he's ace. He mm-hmm. there's a moment in the in the show where he talks about how he does that when people are interested in him, he's like gross, but he likes when other people are together. So mm-hmm. he likes to play matchmaker because he likes to watch two people be in love, 
but he doesn't want to be in love himself. Mm-hmm. And then we say ace, ace of clubs, ace of spades, ace of hearts. Um, oh my god. No, okay. All right. Yeah. I a, ace, aromantic, asexual. <laughs> well, <clears throat> we gotta get. <laughs> no shuffle alliance here, Harry. Oh, wow. Wow. <laughs> wow. But yeah, like the ace. There, there's definitely inter. There's some intergender characters that are both that aren't just stereotyped. Yeah. So, what do you see the future of it going from here? Uh, hopefully, it just keeps go. It, it, the representation just keeps happening. Like every season, there seems to be more and more that are coming out. Like this season, not only is there Witch of Mercury, but there's also Yuri, Yuri is my job and Birdie's Wing, mm-hmm. which. By the way, is a golf manga that mm-hmm. is played like that. The whole premise is basically golf, but Yu-Gi-Oh. <laughs> okay. Think about how over and top and ridiculous Yu-Gi-Oh is, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but make that golf. Mm. Okay. All right. All right. You have to hit this golf ball through the middle of this speeding train and hit that thing on the other side of the train. Is there uh, any Millennium Millennium Golf Clubs? (laughs) 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 Literally, one person, a person makes a giant underground facility that they can control how the golf course changes. It's like Mm. an interchangeable golf course that like electronically (laughs) morphs to what they need it to be. (laughs) One person literally, one of the golfers literally tries to poison another golfer. It's like it's batshit insane. Okay, <laughs> it's batshit insane. A little crazy there. So like, um, so so you see it more like continue to grow on this. Like so, yeah. like Gundam, which Mercury, like that is not like like Gundam is not like uh they've toyed around with that idea, but they've never gone into it so right. since you know to Witch of Mercury. But you're noticing, um. But to me, it was the first time I ever saw it, like it's something like quote unquote a mainstream particular genre that just did it instead of like it's a, it's they're picking its own it. thing, yeah, 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 yeah. You yeah, foresee that, you know, coming through. Yeah, I've so far the ones that have, people have really been enjoying are the ones that that are the combination of both mm-hmm. being something else and Yuri or Yaoi mm-hmm. or things along those lines because those. Well, it has more massive appeal to it, but mm-hmm. it allows more people to get brought in because they're willing. I feel like they're more willing to give it a chance. Because, right. like, uh, right? Because because like, Oda just drops it in one piece, like he's trying to get fired, like once in a while. I mean, yeah, he. I mean, he did. He did just go. Yeah, <laughs> she's trans. What about it? <laughs> Fire me. I dare you. He's like, I dare yeah, she's you. trans. What about it? I don't care. <laughs> don't care. Next. <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah. He's like, yeah, I don't care. What about it? I will, I will do what I want. You guys want to know what's in the one piece, so I get to do what I want. Yes, we we do. And uh, mm-hmm. how dare you have Luffy smash the, <laughs> the cup that's leading to the one piece? That <laughs> uh, takes uh, yeah. some people. Anyways, yeah, but, no. but yeah, it's when it feels like more people are willing to give it a chance when it's. When it's something that they were already interested in, like, I feel like the reason Magical Revolution was so popular was because of the setting, and it's a fantasy world with with a lot of magitech, like magical technology, mm-hmm. and manipulating it, and also how like how their magic system works, and mm-hmm. and all the other aspects of it that made people want to keep coming and re- coming back and watching more and more of it because like is a strong character writing as well as the the base setting just being strong in and of itself yeah All right. and, and i feel like that the people are more willing to give that stuff a chance and so i feel like witch of mercury has been going so the writing of witch of mercury is really good mm-hmm. yes. <laughs> I've, i've watched the first half of witch of mercury i'm waiting for the second half to be done but i'm just constantly getting information drip fed to me about what's happening and you're getting information drip fed to you through me through mm-hmm. memes that i find yeah, yeah, that I force yeah. upon you yeah yeah she was like gundam explain this what is going on <laughs> yeah. All right. so reinhold so we have abused you with uh, japanese anime for about an hour <laughs> 45 minutes a little bit of american culture in there too mm-hmm. <laughs> a little bit 
Yeah. So what do you think? Surprised to see that uh, the Japanese anime has all this diversity in it, or are you now you're going to swear off no, anime because it's actually works? I'm actually surprised that it's not as much as I thought it was going to be. That there's still a lot of repression and mm-hmm. kind of uh, conservative thinking going on in in the culture there. So mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. And when we say conservative, we mean their version of conservative in Japan, yeah. not yeah the uh, uh, trash stuff that's here in the United States. I mean, uh, oh, it's just not trash. It's trash. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Yeah, it's it's always interesting to talk about these kind of things because while, while it's, well, as of late, it's been ex- exponentially expanding with, you know, as, as I said before, like last year, for over 10 years, there were only 10 Yuri animes, period. Mm-hmm. And then the past two years, there have been like ten in and of itself. And I'm pretty sure they announced like another seven coming out within the next like six months. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, as the as it gets close, there's like a huge right. appetite for it, and also like like hey, I I think also as the younger generation in Japan starts getting more of the reins, they're understanding mm-hmm. that. If they get if if the product is good and Japanese people like it and they can get it out to people, they will actually pay good money for it to read it legally. Right. You know, that like, will, you know. they'll pay good money to read it legally. They'll they'll pay good money to watch it legally. They'll pay mm-hmm. good money to buy the gunpla for yeah, the buy the gunpla mm-hmm. buy buy the gunpla for for the the main Gundam of Witcher Mercury, by the way, which was the best seller, the best selling Gunpla they had in ten years. <laughs> it keeps selling out. Yeah, I mean, but that I feel like Witcher Mercury also shows that it can work. Mm-hmm. That people that are unsure about it mm-hmm. can see that oh, this is a thing that it's massively, it's still massively popular mm-hmm. with multiple different groups of people. And it's and it's made Gundam the third most profitable thing behind like DBZ and like I can't remember what the other one is for Namco Bandai, but yeah, it's behind like Dragon Ball Z. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because like like before like even for Gundam like the one of the most popular thing was just the cute little SD Gundams. Mm-hmm. You know that was their most popular thing that they've done for a while, and people love this stupid. I hate the SD Gundam stuff. I hate. This stupid, <laughs> I understand it, but but it's a money printer for them. So yeah. I'm all rooting for Witcher Mercury. So the SD stuff, super deformed, <laughs> super deformed, SD, super deformed, the little tiny little miniature <laughs> Gundams. I hate that series. I hate it. It makes them so much money, and I hate it so much. <laughs> yeah, it's as long as they keep trying and keep are still willing to keep taking chances on stories to be mm-hmm. told. Yeah. Like Executioner Way of Life was a chance you are literally purposely antagonizing the people that are going to watch your show in the first episode. (laughs) Yes. And you believe in the strength of your narrative enough to start like that and keep going from there. Mm -hmm. The, another show that I for, I also forced producer Paul to watch was, you know, demon girl next door, which is like a little silly slice of life show about a, a girl who wakes up and finds out that, her dad was a demon and she inherited his demon blood and she has to deal with magical girls that want to hunt her down. But she's so incompetent. The magical girl just goes, I'm just going to train you instead because you suck. (laughs) You basically are the worst. (laughs) You can't do anything. (laughs) This is, this fight should be epic, but it's going to be boring. Oh, it's so like literally the first thing that happens is the magical girl saves the demon girl from getting hit by a bus. (laughs) (sighs) <laughs> and she goes, "Are you okay? I got you. It's fine." <laughs> it's it's such a silly series. It's it's hilarious, but it's always good to when things get the opportunity to shine. Yeah, the fact that Skip and Loafer is massively popular this season, people are really enjoying it, and mm-hmm. just one of the characters is a trans woman that is integral to the plot and is as an important character in one of these people's lives and is the person they look up to massively helps as well. All right. Well, before this episode gets too long in the truth, we should probably, you know, 
put a cap on it and end mm-hmm. this and stop this show. Uh, you know, I'd like to thank everyone who got this far in the episode. Uh, to keep in mind, this is a live recorded uh, podcast. It's done on Mondays at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Please come hang out with us. Give them the chat room. Talk with us. Um, you know, we have a lot of fun. You know, it's, you know. We appreciate you listening to this as an audio podcast for it, but you know, we prefer coming out live and having a conversation with hanging out with us. So please come out. We're going we're on twitch.tv. Where's the live at? Twitch.tv slash we are libertarians.com. Uh, uh we're also at the what is it, youtube.com slash we are libertarians. So please come game hang out with us. At least for you know, while we're here, you know. You know, it's come hang out. It's a lot of fun. I pre I trust me. People love hanging out in the chat, talking with us. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's fun. It's fun. Trust me, it's fun. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Do you guys have anything you guys want to like support? Like, shut up before we like end this episode. Mm, that's not. I am just. I'm just looking for my pillow right now. I'm getting really, really tired for some reason. To, it's, only it's only been a twenty-hour day, so for me. It's, just go watch Witcher Mercury because it's it's becoming very very Gundam if you're a Gundam fan and it is it had so much angst already if you're a Yuri fan so. <laughs> Bye everybody. Bye.